This is Happiness Solved with America's Happiness Coach, Sandy Scarlatta. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode. I am so happy you're here. Happiness Solved is dedicated to giving you content that is empowering, motivational, inspirational, and of course, a dose of happiness. It's my way to give back to the world and share other people's stories and wisdom. This thing called life can be challenging, and the stories that that are shared demonstrate that no matter what you have gone through, you can choose happiness. Before I introduce today's guest, I want to talk to you about shifting your perspective. This is so important because there are so many things that frustrate us or stress us out. And if we were able to shift our perspective of the situation, we would be so much happier. You see, we all have our own perspective, which is the way we view the world. It's like the lens in which we see things. When we shift our perspective, it changes our perception of life. Our perception is the way we think about or understand someone or something, and it is also what we understand or interpret from our five senses. However, our perception is shaped by our past experiences, feelings, and thoughts. Think of it as looking at the glass half full or half empty. In short, when we change our perspective, it changes our perception, which in turn changes our beliefs and ultimately changes our reality. So change your perspective, change your life. It sounds simple, yet it can be very challenging for some to actually achieve. If you would like to learn more about this topic and how to work with me personally, please visit sandyscarlotta.com to schedule a free 15-minute call with me and to get access to a free digital copy of my book, Happiness Solved. I also invite you to join my growing community by texting me at 703-420-3472 to receive daily inspirational messages. Again, that number is 703-420-3472. Thank you for listening today, and I hope you enjoyed today's interview. Today's guest is Lori Oberbreckling. Lori is passionate about helping moms who want fulfilling careers, side hustles, or passion projects while also wanting to feel present and connected to their families. She believes that moms can have an extraordinary home an extraordinary career, and be extraordinarily happy at the same time. Lori is the author of Secrets of a Supermom, How Extraordinary Moms Succeed at Work and Home, and How You Can Too. Lori is a wife and a mom of four, all while working as a leader in corporate America and nurturing several side hustles. She has a bachelor's degree in psychology with graduate training in marriage and family therapy and counseling. This is an amazing interview, and I hope you enjoy it. Lori, hello. It's so great to see you. I'm so happy we're finally having this conversation. <laughs> me too. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I know. It was such a blast being on your podcast, so thank you very much. I love it when we can kind of go back and forth. It always makes it fun. <laughs> I know. I love that too. We kind of get to have a little bit different conversation, but but it's fun to like get two opportunities. Super fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. So everybody has a story and I love sharing people's stories on my podcast. So what is your backstory? How did you get to this point? 
Sure. So I am a mom. I am a mom of four and I am a wife. I am a corporate leader. And I, you know, the reason that we're kind of talking today is really because I wrote a book called Secrets of Supermom, right? So I'm an author and a podcaster. And that all came about because when the pandemic hit, I noticed that moms were really struggling. Like it seemed to be more than, than dads, right? Like parents were struggling, uh, you know, a lot and, and moms just seemed to really be getting the brunt of it. And so I wanted to help moms with some strategies and some ways to just feel like they had a better grip on their time, a better grip on the things that they were doing. Uh, and, and, you know, balancing all of the things because they were balancing so many things. And then also just helping them be happier, helping them feel like they were in better control of their lives. And so I wrote the book and, you know, it's all just kind of been downhill from there. We, you know, we've had all of these fun opportunities to talk with groups and to, you know, to be on podcasts like yours and to share the message that you don't have to do it all and you don't have to be miserable to, to have all the things that you want. So, so that's kind of how we are, how we got where we are. That's great. And I can't even imagine what it must have been like for so many parents, but especially moms during the pan, you know, the, the peak of the pandemic when the kids were home. The only thing I kept thinking was, was thank God my kids in college. And I don't have yeah. to, I don't have to homeschool. Like, yeah. So what were some of the, cause I was kind of, I mean, I have friends that most of my friends, you know, you end up being friends with usually your kids' parents. So sure. most of my friends, the kids were in college as well. So, you know, but yeah. I did have conversations with a couple here and there. But but what, what were you hearing that, that were some of the yeah, biggest so, struggles? I mean, I think that you're exactly right. Most of your friends are your are have children around your same age, right? So you guys were like, phew, <laughs> this is terrible, but it could be worse, right? right. <laughs> and then we, I, am friends with people that are now working full time. Sometimes they have side businesses and they're trying to homeschool and they're like, oh my goodness, I'm dying, right? Yeah. And so I think a lot of the struggles were that we didn't want to change the way we were thinking about things. So for example, if you're thinking about your children in school, you're trying to get them to get the best grades possible. You're trying to have them, you know, do all their homework and you want them to learn the most and you wanted all these things. But when you all of a sudden now had to teach them at home and had to balance all the other life that was happening, what really I felt like happened was we had to change what our priority was. So my priority was that they were responsible and independent with the work they could do on their own. Not that they got 100% on it, not that they got even a 60% on it necessarily, but that they could manage themselves on their own because I still had a job. My husband still had a job. We still had to do things also. So I had a different goal than a lot of other parents. And because of that different goal, I felt like I was less stressed. I wasn't trying to get them the very best grade and teach them everything about, you know, Aztec civilization. I don't know that stuff. And that's okay. It's okay if I just help them get to the point that they need to get to. And so by having that different strategy, I felt like I was in a less stressed place. Now, not to say I wasn't stressed. Holy cannoli. We were all, you know, in this upheaval. But I felt like we really all had to take a big step back and say, what's the most important thing here? Not what is not how can I make this the same as it was before? Because nothing was the same as it was before. Right. But when you were yeah. saying that, the first thing that came to my mind is, as parents, shouldn't we, I shouldn't say shouldn't, but you know what I mean. Isn't that how we ought to be anyway? 
I think so. Yes. So didn't and that I teach us? Totally yeah. Right. right. Yes. It was us taking this big step back and saying, what's really important, right? Yeah. It was a forced step back. Right. But I think so many of us don't do that. We get caught up in this spiral of all the activities and all of the, you know, the responsibilities and all of the schoolwork and all of the, you know, all the things that we're doing personally, all of our volunteer activities and all of these things. We get caught up in this spiral of all the things we, quote, have to do. And so much of it isn't stuff that we absolutely have to do. If we take that big step back and really look at our lives, we can find that, oh, I actually don't have to do that. Oh, I actually have a choice here. And I feel like so often we get caught up and we don't feel like we have that choice anymore. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So so talk a little bit more about the book, Secrets of a Supermom. Love that. Yes. And I will definitely yes. make that the title of this episode. But go elaborate more on, on the book and, and what it really goes sure. over. So what I did when I saw, okay, parents are really struggling. And I had thought about writing a book, you know, back in like my mind. It was always in the back of my mind. But I didn't have any ideas that had really come to me. And I feel like in like a big magic, you know, by Elizabeth Gilbert kind of way, all of a sudden this was all these moms are struggling and I feel like there are secrets, right? And then this idea just kind of came. And so I put out a survey and I said, I want to hear from moms. And I ended up getting, I ended up surveying and interviewing almost 200 moms. And wow. I kind of pulled this data together and went, okay, there are some key secrets that are happening here. There are some things that a lot of moms are doing. The moms that are struggling less are doing more of. The moms that are struggling more are doing less of. And I was able to pull it together. And so we came up with 16 secrets that moms were using that really, really worked. So like things like habits, things like a morning routine, things like some really strategic time management skills all these things came together and they were helping moms thrive instead of lost in this spiral of struggle. Wow. Wow. So can you share yeah, a little bit more of the secrets? Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, yeah absolutely. So I, mean, I want people so to buy your book. Share, so, you know, we don't want to get yeah, too much away. But. <laughs> no, please do. Please do. There's so much fun. There are so many fun nuggets in there. And the goal is that it's a fast read. The goal is that there are tangible, quick secrets, and the goal is that you could go to any chapter and just read that chapter. So it's not like a start to finish book. It's a, you know what? I'm having a really hard time with my productivity. I can go to the secret of productivity and I can just read that chapter and I can walk away with really good, tangible tips. Love it. So I'll tell you, I'll tell you a few of the key secrets. So we start out, the first four chapters are the key secrets. So those key secrets are habits, which we know that that gets talked about a lot, but we know that if we have habits, if we have routines, we can do things faster, smarter, and they take us less time and less mental energy. So we're not wasting time and losing brain power on things that really aren't that important or things that we could do the same every single day. Uh, morning routine is one of those. Confidence is one of those. I know you talk about confidence because happiness and confidence kind of go together, right? Yes. And then also we talk about help, help, H-E-L-P, that we as busy moms, as busy parents, as busy humans often need help, right? We can't do it all by ourselves nope. in our own little silo. So those four things were really kind of rose to the top of the surveys. And we talk about a lot of other things too, of course, because there's 16 chapters total. But I think those are really big, um, really big areas that moms were struggling with and that the moms that were really thriving were, had really dialed in. Right. Wow. I love it. Yeah. So yeah. you interviewed 200 moms. 
are, pre- are pieces of those interviews in the book? So we don't have, I don't have quotes mostly. There's, there's a few quotes throughout the book, but really pulling together things like, okay, it's very obvious that moms that were really, really thriving had some sort of structure or method to the way that they were managing their time, for example. So um, examples of things that they were using, like calendars, planners, things like, um, you know, and, and some specific ones that they were actually using. So, you know, we share those in the book because we want moms to walk away and say, okay, I could take this tip and right now I could go apply this. Or right now I could go you know, buy this tool. If I don't know what to do, I could buy this tool and I could use it right now, but you don't have to buy anything. You know, you could certainly, there are things you could apply right away and say, okay, tomorrow morning, I'm going to start this. Or, you know, this afternoon I'm going to start this. And, um, you know, so I want to, I want to mention another thing because I think that your listeners, you know, with happiness will will love this. We do have a chapter on happiness. There was a secret, the secret of happiness, because moms that were focusing on happiness intentionally, we're not struggling as much. And I mean, of course, we know that by the research, right? We know that happier people are less stressed, happier people are, you know, having an easier time at work, an easier time at home. And so one of those things that um, that moms were doing is a happiness list, actually making a list, a tangible list of things that made them happy, things that brought them joy, things that brought them peace, things that just lit them up. And by doing that, they were using it, going to that list and saying, how can I work that into my day? How can I make sure that I'm consistently, intentionally doing something that makes me happy or bringing happiness into my life instead of just letting my life spiral away from me? And that was so huge. And and it's so it's so little, but it's so important. And it made such a giant difference. Well, of course, because that's self-care, self-love. Yeah. Right? Whether it's just, yeah. you know, lighting some candles and taking a hot bath, which is my favorite thing to do. <laughs> or, you know, getting out, getting away and just, you know, getting away from the kids and the family and taking, you know, a 15-minute walk. Little things like yeah. that. But that's great. That's and, such great advice. And I always encourage I always encourage moms to put all the things on the list, right? Put the things that are tiny. Put the if you totally love snuggling with your puppy, like and you just love to sit on the couch for 5 minutes, put that on the list. If you love to read, put that on the list. If you love to cook, put that on the list. But if you also love spa days and vacations away with your partner and, you know, these bigger things, put that on the list too because we want to make sure you know, you probably can't do a spa day every weekend, right. but could you do it every quarter? Right. Could you do it every once a year even? But by not by not focusing and really intentionally saying, how can I bring this into my life? We're losing it. We're we're going, when you know, we're like shrugging our shoulders. When was the last day I had a spa day? When was the last time I went on a trip with my spouse? When was the last time that I sat down and read a whole book? When was the last time that I, you know, painted my toenails or whatever your thing is, right? Whatever your thing is. If, if you just let life take you away, that's the stuff that goes away first. That's the stuff we let go of first because it's not urgent. It's not critical. It's not the thing that's, that's ringing the bell the loudest. You know, it's not the squeaky wheel saying, please fix me right now. And so we have to be intentional about it or, or it just goes away. Yeah. And I think a, a, one of the biggest problems with a lot of moms that, are, that you're talking about is that they're so focused on taking care of everyone else and they forget about themselves. Yeah. And it, and if, if you're not taking care of yourself, you can't be the good mother, the good sister, friend, wife, daughter, you know, whatever. Yeah. You have to take care it's of yourself so first. 
Yeah. You really do. And, and like, think about, I, I really want your listeners to think about, and, and, you know, I think about this all the time because it makes such a difference for me, but think about when you are really in a good place and how that's just bubbling over inside of you, right? It's, it feels like it's bubbling over and it does that energy. It bubbles over to your kids, to your partner, to your friends, to your, you know, your family, it bubbles over to everyone. So you making yourself your best self actually impacts everyone that's around you. It makes a giant difference. So I, you know, we talk about self-care being selfish and that moms struggle with that so much. But when you watch that bubble over, when you feel that bubble over, you know, okay, this isn't selfish. This is actually making a bigger difference, a bigger impact in my life and the people around me in total. Yeah. Well, I think for so many years, because, you know, we had that divide there and there were the roles, the gender roles that, you know, that our parents grew up with, right? Yeah. And and then there was no focus on that self-care. And people would be like, oh, you're being selfish. And it's not being selfish at all, you know? And, and, so and it's, and, and I'm happy that that shift is taking place, that people are realizing right. it across all, you know, industries, workplace, the home life, everything. It's finally. Yeah. And it, yeah. it's finally out there yeah. that, you know, positive psychology is, is, you know, um, an industry now, right? It's a, it's a, it's a studied area. So we're able to see the actual results of these activities, the actual results of that self-care and that focus on happiness. We, we know by the research, it's going to make you better at work. It's going to make you a better mom. It's going to make you more calm. It's going to make you less stressed. It's going to make you all these things, make you more money even. I mean, there's so many great things to, to focusing on this. And, and we just, we felt it before, but you're right. Society was telling us, no, 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 that's not what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to focus on your kids. You're supposed to take care of your husband. You're supposed to do all of these things that are selfless, which are really important too. And mm-hmm. they do have a component in, in happiness, right? Absolutely. Giving back is a, yeah. is a way to stay happy. But if you're only doing that and not any of the other things, you are going to start to struggle at some point. Oh, yeah. yeah. Without question. Without question. Yeah. So is there, what would you say is like the number one thing in the book that, that maybe you've gotten feedback from people? Like, is there one thing that if, if you could only give one secret out, what would it be? Yeah. Um, my, my favorite chapter is the secret of happiness, but it seems that mom's favorite chapter is the secret of rest to oh. actually purposely resting, to actually saying, I don't have to do everything, to actually taking time to stop, to think, to, to do that big step back that we talked about at the beginning and say, wait a second, is this, is, am I really living the life that I want to be living? And are, is all of this hustle necessary? Is all of this hustle bringing me what I want it to bring me? And is it going to be sustainable for me and allow me to be happy for the rest of my life? Yeah. Oh, rest yeah. is key. It is yeah. so key. And I, re- I remember when my son was little and, you know, like three years old, it was like, two days a week, he was at preschool and it wasn't even enough time to go to the grocery store. It was so short, you know, but as he got a little older and older, it was like, I, I valued that rest time so much. And I was grateful that I, you know, was able to be a stay at home mom for the first 11 years of his life, you know? 
Um, but it's, yeah. it's important for anybody, right? It's important for all the moms. It's important for stay at home moms. It's important if you are, you know, working a side job and it's important if you work full time, you, you, you can't run all day, no matter what running is for you. You can't run all day without ever stopping because you just, it, it's not sustainable. You can't continue that way. And you don't fill up your own cup, right? Like just like we talked about with happiness, if you're not filling yourself and bubbling over, then you're going to start to drain. And the same thing's true with rest. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I value now, now that I've been working from home, you know, completely that it's kind of nice to, you know, and if, if it's two o'clock in the afternoon and I'm really tired, you know, I'll go lay down for 30 minutes and set my alarm on my phone and get that. It's a recharge you know, yeah. so that I can continue yeah. the rest of my day. Cause I'm, you know, I've got lots of side gigs going on in my life. <laughs> I hear you. That's, that's, that sounds like mine. We, uh, but you're right. Yeah. If we don't just take a moment to stop and say, okay, and what's rest for me, right? Yeah. Like I, I'm not a napper. A na- nap for me is no good. My husband, total napper. He would nap every day if he could. And that for him is rest, right? That's recharging most of the time. And so, you know, for me, it might be reading. It might be just forcing myself to stop because I am a go, go, goer, right? Mm. I have to force myself to take that minute to say, wait, I don't have to go, go, go. I can stop and think. And, you know, giving myself that space is really powerful. It really is. It's, it's, and like you said, it's different for everyone and not everybody is a napper, you know, and I don't always nap. Sometimes it's more of a meditation, but it's a way to just close my eyes, breathe and just, you know, chill. Yeah. I talk about in the book, I actually talk about a few different breathing exercises because breath is so powerful, right? And so we talk about a few different exercises that you can do that only take five minutes. There's, there's, I think five different ones that only take five minutes. So even if you have only five minutes, you have enough time to take a minute, take five and rest, right? That's your rest. It might just be closing your eyes and doing some breathing and then boom, you're right back to it. You have rejuvenated your mind. You rejuvenated your body. If you kind of did a uh, moving around one and, and yeah, I feel like it's just, it's so necessary. And, and when we don't take it, we notice that we start to get sick. We get, we start to, you know, not feel as energized. We start to be less patient with our children, with our spouses, with ourselves and all those things just, you know, they can cause over time, they cause that extra stress and then put us in a place we don't want to be. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is such great information. Oh my gosh. For all the moms listening out there, you got to get that book. (laughs) (laughs) So Lori, is there anything else that uh, you'd like to share with the audience? Yeah, I think we covered most we of it. We did. We covered I think a we lot. We covered a yeah. There's a lot of you know a lot of snippets in there, and you know we I, if there if anybody does grab the book, I always love feedback. You know, I love to hear. I told you that I get a lot of feedback on the rest chapter, but I love it if someone you know sends me a message and says, "Oh, this was so important. This was so helpful," because you know we want those small things to become big things. Yes, for sure. For sure. Well, Lori, it was such a pleasure chatting with you again. And I'm just so excited for what you're doing and how you're, I'm sure you're helping so many moms out there just get get that little bit of sanity back in their life. <laughs> yes, sanity. Sandy, it was so good to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For all the moms or dads out there, I hope you were able to take a couple of golden nuggets that Lori shared that you can apply to your life right now. You can learn more about Lori at her website, which is www.secretsofsupermom.com. 
So thank you so much for listening today. To learn more about me, you can visit my website at www.sandyscarlotta.com. And as always, I hope that you and your family are safe and healthy and that your lives are filled with peace, joy, and happiness. Take care, everyone.